this is like your time to shine, Alex. I oh, think thank you. everything, <laughs> everything up until this moment, like it, it's just, it's been leading up to this. Yeah. I, this was the perfect storm. I'm ready. I'm ready okay. if you are. All right. Let, let's do this. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of So Jaded. So including our mini episodes, this is our 13th episode of season two, which is perfect immaculate timing because Red Taylor's version <laughs> just came out. Everyone scream for Taylor. Every, everyone better be screaming. Okay. So this is our Taylor episode. Are you ready, Jade? Yes, I'm ready. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Cause I got no words coming out of my mouth. I think that should think that I think we're all good, but I know you So um to be clear, Taylor is Taylor Swift, by the way, everyone. <laughs> um and <laughs> this is just really important to me. Because first of all, I love Taylor Swift more than anyone in the entire world. If Mm -hmm. I could choose any person to be or to know or to speak to or see, or if I could just choose a person for anything, it would absolutely always be Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. Um, So this I'm super excited for this. Um, So I guess we wanted to just catch everyone up. I hope everyone that's listening is a Taylor Swift fan. But if you're not, maybe you don't know what's going on. Everyone has busy lives. Uh, so maybe you don't know about the re-recordings. So yeah. yeah, let's just explain that quickly. So Taylor Swift doesn't own her first, how many? One, two, three, four, four five. Oh yeah. Six. Is reputation included in that? Re- yeah. She doesn't own reputation. So wow. yeah. So she doesn't own her first six. That's albums? crazy. That is so crazy. Yeah. The first album she owns is Lover. So those mm-hmm. first six albums, um, she asked to buy, which should have been given to her that opportunity um, when she left her record label because she was offering lots of money for it. It's not like she was not doing that. She is rich if no one knows. Um, so she wanted to buy them. And instead, her label gave it to Scooter Braun and gave him the opportunity to buy the albums before she even knew she could. Um, So he's making money off of all of her music before Lover. So she's re-recording those albums because she deserves to own them because they're hers. So uh, she already re-recorded Fearless and now she re-recorded Red. So I don't know why, but I feel like Red just like feels so different. Like even in comparison, I think to the fearless re-recording for some reason, red just feels like such a powerful moment for her right now. Yeah. It will. First of all, this is clearly a very important album for her because she did so much promo, so much lead up so much. She put so much work into this album. There are 30 Mm -hmm. songs on it now. That is absolutely absurd there are 30 songs it's on this album, and i was looking at the track list and every single song the shortest song is three minutes and 50 seconds so they are all like art they are works of mm-hmm. art she put her life and soul into this and 
it's super significant to fans as well because this was sort of a fan favorite. Um, mm. So this was recorded after Speak Now. Like that wasn't a super uh, critically acclaimed popular album. And I just feel like this is Taylor's most personal album, most literal album, where she literally tells you what was happening in that time of her life. Um, and it, it just means a lot to a lot of fans. So I thought just to to tell everyone how significant it is, I have a quote from Taylor's Instagram. So I'll just read that quickly. So she said, just a friendly reminder that I would never have thought it was possible to go back and remake my previous work, uncovering lost art and forgotten gems along the way, if you hadn't emboldened me. Red is about to be mine again, but it has always been ours. Tonight we begin again. Red, my version is out now. So she posted that when it came out and I cried, obviously. Uh, I have tears right now. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> no, I'm literally going to cry during this recording, but it's just, it just is clearly so important to her, which makes it so important to me. And it's of course a fan favorite because of All Too Well, which is like known as Taylor's best song ever written. It's also known as one of the best songs ever written. So yeah, there we go. Exactly. <laughs> Literally, Billy Joel. I, I just want to tell everyone, Billy Joel said Taylor Swift is one of the best songwriters of all time, and she's the Beatles of this generation. But I'd like wow. to take that a step further and say she's just better than the Beatles. Can we just <laughs> can we just say that or what? Someone needs to say it. Someone right? needs to say it. You said it. It had to be said. Put me on it record. Had to be said. <laughs> I will tell everyone right now. I don't think there's anything more amazing than talking to Alex about Taylor Swift. I sit there constantly amazed by the <laughs> amount of information, you know, by the amount of like insight and just like how important everything Taylor does it. Like she is an artist through and through a power, a powerhouse <laughs> of a woman. And like, and you, you will just constantly tell me things about her. And I'm like, I had no idea the things that I didn't know about her. And like, the more I learn, the more I fall in love. I love yeah. Taylor Swift. She's so great. Listen, if, if a Taylor fan, uh, if, sorry, if someone is not a Taylor fan, I see, I don't even know how to say that because that's just <laughs> absurd to me. Um, if someone's not a Taylor fan listening to this, just listen, give her a chance just listen. because when you hear how genius she is, there's no way that you wouldn't be a fan. Like the only reason mm -hmm. people hate Taylor Swift is because they hate women. And yeah. I'll, I will die on that hill. <laughs> so, so I will also die on that hill. Give me a reason. Like, give me a valid reason to not like her. Like, okay. Crickets. You know, uh, someone could be like, mm, I'm not a big fan of her music. Okay. But don't, don't you respect it? She's the most popular artist ever. She's, mm -hmm. and also I don't respect that anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> like, if you it's don't like, like her music, like she, she's literally performed every single genre. You can't find me one song you like. Uh, no. I, that's what I was going to say <laughs> is that like, she, she has just like bops, like even just like feel good. I was looking on, um, like on Apple music. I don't know what it is on Spotify, but like is Blank Space her number one? I can tell you right now. Because like on Apple, Blank Space is like the first one that pops up like under Taylor. But I know Spotify gets more specific about like actual like streams. Like streams. Yeah, Blank Space is blank her space. most streamed. Like, yep. that's just a jam. Like anyone can just listen to that song and be like, yes, like I can I can pop my head to this. Yeah. And it's not it's the only perfect. one. Like it's obvious that like a lot of people 
even if you just listen to her most popular songs, like I think a lot of people still like listen to Taylor Swift and like don't realize that they're like listening to Taylor Swift. Like you're actively listening to like good music that is hers, but they probably just won't admit it. Yeah. Well, even my cousin, he loves Wildest Dreams. <laughs> and I always am obsessed with Taylor Swift and he he likes her and respects her, but he just mm-hmm. is like, I don't like, she's not the best person ever. I'm like, okay. Then why are you jamming? I'm like, why is Wildest Dreams your number one played? <laughs> I'm like, why'd you text me when Wildest Dreams Taylor's version came out and say, are you excited? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, like people... I don't know. Don't want to admit it. I didn't realize I tell people this all the time. I did not realize I was a Swifty until I was watching her reputation tour when it was out on Netflix. And mm-hmm. I was like, I know every single one of these songs. I was and like, Jade, you know, these lyrics, you're a fucking Taylor Swift fan. Get over literally. it. Literally. And yeah, get over it. Jade. Get over it. Exactly. I got over it. I'm in love. <laughs> and also the reputation stadium tour. I we're just going to, that has nothing to do with this episode, but nothing. we're going to plug that. Cause if you haven't watched that on Netflix, you haven't <gasps> lived. And I feel sorry for you. So good. <laughs> so good. I'm so glad I had that moment for myself. Cause she's amazing. Yeah. So that's actually a great segue because you had a very unique experience with this album because you mm-hmm. didn't consider yourself to Swifty before this. So, well, yeah. bef- like before the Reputation era, which is two albums after Red. So, yeah. so you were listening to a lot of these songs for the first time, right? Yes. And actually the first time I ever, who was the first person to play like the actual like Red for me? I think it was Sarah one time yeah, in the yeah, car. Yeah. I was driving with her. And she played it. And I was like, this song is amazing. So like I had heard Red um, and there were actually, if I bring up my notes, there was like more than one song where I was like, I feel like I've heard this before. Like, I feel like it's like familiar to me, but even though I had never actually like heard the, the actual like album and oh my God, like I love so many so many of the songs, Alex, like I completely understand now, like listening to it, why it was a fan favorite because Mm -hmm. like, it's all just like good. Like it's all good. Um, yeah, it's definitely a fan favorite. And like, I'm glad you could like see why I want to be clear with my opinions just because like, I, I, I don't know why I just have to, I can't stop. I'm just spewing them, but Red is not my favorite album of Taylor Swift's. Okay. I don't think it's her best album. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite is Reputation, which I also think is her best album. Mm-hmm. I also think 1989 is a better album than Red. I think Folklore and Evermore are better albums. I think Speak Now is a better album um, because those albums are like curated from top to bottom where all of the songs flow together. They're supposed to be on an album. Whereas Red every single song is a piece of art, but it is all over the place. Mm -hmm. And, but I think that's what's so special about it. I don't think it's a bad album. I Mm -hmm. love the album and I love almost every single song, but it's not her best. And I understand why she didn't win the Grammy for it Mm -hmm. because it's like all, it's all over the place, but she recognized that. And she said, this was my state this was my emotional state as a heartbroken person. I was back and forth in my emotions. I was all over the place. She was like, it's a mosaic of 
how I felt in that heartbroken time. So mm-hmm. I think that's why it's so special because it is so personal and literally anyone can find a song that they like on Red because yeah. there's like seven different genres. And <laughs> like Taylor even said on the Fallon interview that she just did, she was like, yeah, I was really experimenting here. And I was just like, writing thousands of songs like I couldn't stop and she was like you know and I hope for all 22 year olds that when they're heartbroken and writing an album they just put it all out there too so well, I, that's another thing is yeah like 22 she you started writing yeah she started writing the album when she was 21 and then she finished it in, like 22 it I think it kills me it kills me how many streams that man has gotten just from 22 alone everyone plays that on their fucking 22nd birthday like Uh, everyone plays that song and unfortunately money was going into his pocket but now it killers forever she she probably picked uh fearless first to re-record because she was like all right everyone likes love story like Mm -hmm. let's just get this out of the way and then she was like no more money for you and then she was like shit people are turning 22 i gotta (laughs) go with red exactly it's um that was another note that I had down I was like oh my god 22 is on here like come on like it's (laughs) it's iconic like yeah I actually am a little bit pissed at her for releasing this when I'm 20 after I turn 23 like I feel a little bit left out but it's okay listening I'm sorry I know we're not talking about these yet but like listening to nothing new no I know because I'm like why the fuck am I old and I cannot (laughs) say I am out of the age range for this. No, I'm so jealous of everybody else. <laughs> I'm so jealous of them. Uh, I'm so jealous of them. It sucks. It really sucks. It really sucks. Uh, but I yeah, just... let's let's go through all this the original and then we'll go through the vault songs. So which ones were you excited to hear? Because what what songs did you know really well? Any? You know, I knew you were trouble. <laughs> well, everything has changed, which that also blew my mind because w- were, was this re- was that song really that long ago? Yeah. And also like, a fun fact about that song is me and Michael sang that together for our senior chorus showcase. <laughs> so I am rolling my eyes. I'm sorry. That's really fucking funny. If anyone wants to see the video, DM me. <laughs> I, I was... Re- <laughs> I was really excited. I was really excited, obviously, to like listen to her version of Red. Everyone knows I knew you were trouble. Everyone knows 22. Everyone knows we're never, ever getting back together. Everything has changed. And that was it. Like, that was literally all I knew. And then you were in for such a treat. I was in for such a treat. This is what I wrote about. I said, I want to listen to State of Grace with the windows down. This is Ooh. so great. <laughs> this is so great. That was that is an iconic way for her to open, open an up album. That album. For her it to is, open up that album. It is I the said, best album opener she's she's ever had. I said this is an album opener. Yep. It is. It's it's so a life opener. Good. Actually, it opens your life. I um, State of Grace is incredible. And it is. another thing about red that's so awesome is like i related to these songs and i like had a person in mind when i listened to most of these songs when i was like Mm -hmm. when this came out when were we in middle school like were we even in middle school yet when was it 2012 
2012. So we were 14 years old. Yeah. We were in seventh grade, right? Seventh or eighth grade. Um, so like I had someone in mind for most of these songs at that time. And now when I listen to them, I find myself relating to them again, like even Mm -hmm. more because I'm the age that she was when she wrote it. So it's like, I'm like state of grace comes on and I'm like, I never saw this person coming. I'm like, Oh my God. I never saw him coming. Oh my God. (laughs) I cannot. It's so crazy. Okay. Let's go through the list. Hit it. Um, okay. Then it's red. Red. Um, Red. That is, it's really good. I just, (laughs) the thing about that song is like, you just listen to it once and you fall in love. Um, forgetting him was like trying to know somebody I've never met. That is just a perfectly crafted line. And I want to know how she came up with that. Him was red. Oh, (laughs) loving him was red. But spoiler alert, she once believed love should be burning red, but it's golden like daylight. So everyone, if it, if your love is red, then it's not right. Just so you right. know, like spoiler alert, lover, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be golden. So you yep. shouldn't be really relating to that song, by the way. Growth. Growth. Taylor is also all about growth. Like I, I once believed love would be burning red. Like, okay, queen. Okay. Okay, okay keep queen. going. What was the song that you posted on your story and you were like Treacherous? It was treacherous. Yeah, because that's the next one after red. That's one of what? my favorite Taylor okay, Swift songs of all story time. There? I think that so there are uh, my favorite Taylor Swift songs are ones that I I genuinely like really relate to. Like, oh, mm-hmm. if I if I could write or if I was like smarter and more talented like her this is a song i would write i just mm. think like it I, I think it's beautiful this hope the the, the bridge this hope <laughs> is treacherous this daydream is dangerous I, I i i i i like it okay because you know what that's me i'm like this is a terrible 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 that is idea exactly and you. i know that i'm gonna get hurt you. but i almost like it more because of that and she's like um I'm like about to sing every single one of these songs, I guess. Yeah, but she's are. like, do a light shine through the sleepless night and I will get you, get you alone. And she'll follow you, follow you home. Like, okay, yes. Like she's going to do it anyway. Like, and I think it's mm-hmm. just so beautiful. And she's like, put your lips close to mine as long as they don't touch. It's like all about, I'm going crazy because it's my favorite one on the album. But like, it's like, all about like, you just want this person. It's so like, even though it's dangerous and like not a good idea. Yeah. But it's also like, are you going to go there? Like, is it going to mm-hmm. happen? Cause it's mm-hmm. like, it, it's, this is kind of why delicate's my favorite. Cause it's like, I like this person. Is it a bad idea? Is it a good idea? Is it going to happen? Do they like me back? It's like, there's like anxiety in the song. And then it's like, mm-hmm. it hits you, you know? Yeah. It's so, I, I just think it's, I think it's the best. I think it's the best on the album. It was the one I was most nervous to hear because I love it so much. And I think what, this is actually one of my favorite re-records because I think her more mature voice actually mm. makes the song prettier. So I, I yeah. really like it. Did That's you like it? Thing. Yes, yes, yes. That's another thing is that like, I agree. You can tell how much more mature she sounds mm-hmm. this time around. Like, And I think it only... Adds didn't work it. on one or two songs like what like what tell me, tell me, tell me. well we'll get is, around, is i knew you were trouble yeah yeah, yeah. well is i that knew you were next? trouble was next oh well 
it was I a think, little troublesome but I, yeah. not bad I still like no, I like her voice different. better now it's just different but also I don't really like that song so. really <laughs> no I think the better songs on red are the ones that no one ever heard I think those are the best ones I have a question and I'm sorry to skip no that's fine but why did I know come back be here it's on tiktok maybe I don't know but that's probably beautiful why. And I said, and I was listening to it and I was like, this is like a wonderful song. And like, it feels familiar. Like, I feel like I've heard it before, but it was just so, so wonderful. Or maybe you never heard it before, but you maybe. just think yeah. you did because you were in New York one day and then you were in London one day and you were yeah. like, oh, I know this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what, what is the story behind that one? Jake Gyllenhaal was doing a press tour in London. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Wow. Wow. You see, Alex knows it all. Yeah. <laughs> Alex knows it all. Okay. After after I knew you were trouble, it's all too well. Okay. So let's just talk about the the original all too well. And yeah. then 10-minute versions of the grand finale. So we can't talk about that right now. We can't did, you that. didn't know all too well. This is very no. interesting to me. I have a lot of questions for you because that has been like the best Taylor Swift song in quotes according to literally everyone, mm-hmm. um, which I do think it's her most beautifully lyrically crafted song. Mm-hmm. It, it's not my favorite. It's up there, obviously, because it's a masterpiece. But like most people think it is like the best, their favorite. If you ask mm-hmm. any Taylor Swift fan, I, I'm i curious to to hear your thoughts. And like, what did you think? You don't have to, I just want to know, like from someone who isn't obsessed with it like what like how did you feel when I the only way I can describe it is okay so this is what I did I did not want to give him any more streams so I told myself I was not going to like actually listen to it I decided to go on YouTube and watch the performance Uh, on the Grammys yes so that I think was an incredible idea because I think that Wow. is one of the reasons everyone fell in love with the song because it's so emotional. And I just want to uh, put out there as well, um, if anyone sees me on Hinge, uh, that's one of my prompts. Something cool. I'll never get over is Taylor Swift Grammy's performance of All Too Well. So if anyone wants a date, that's something you can mm-hmm. talk to me about. But that's just another thing. Continue. The only way, <laughs> The only way I can really describe it is that when I was watching it, I knew I was watching this like very powerful moment Mm -hmm. for Taylor and like for her career, like that performance, you just know she put her all, I mean, Taylor puts her all into every performance, every single one. There's no performance because I was thinking the same thing during her SNL performance. I was like, she's putting her all into this. Like when I was watching it, I just like knew that that was like so important and that it was, it was iconic. Like she's talked about it like it was very hard for her to perform mm-hmm. that because it was so it was a really fresh wound. And it it was like one of those songs where she almost couldn't perform it because she would get so emotional. But yeah. now she said because it's become a fan favorite, like she loves performing it because she hears people screaming the words back to her. And she's mm-hmm. like, you've healed the pain that I felt because you're screaming them along with me. Mm-hmm. So. I think like that was the start of that. Like she, it's a wonderful performance and it, it like she got through it in mm-hmm. front of other artists, which is like, 
insane. And it was like, I think one of her most emotional performances. Yeah. It was so powerful. And the other thing is that like, like listening to that song and then having the experience of like Taylor now, because like, obviously like I fell in love with folklore and like evermore lover was just like iconic, but like, um, she's been doing a lot of storytelling recently. Mm -hmm. Like, as you know, like it's been a lot of like just stories that she's been telling. And like the second that she starts singing all too well, I was just like, this is like just something that she has always been able to perfect. She just like tells stories because from the second she starts singing she's telling a story and And and, this one's so special because it's this one's her her story like yeah it's very literal of of to exactly what she went through and exactly what she felt which is crazy that it's like if I was writing a literal song like this is why it's so incredible to me that she wrote I'm a crumpled up piece of paper lying here like are you kidding me emotional Uh, like that is a but if but like if someone and people have hurt me i I don't think that bad break me like a promise break me like promise but like if i were to write something like that i'd be like you are stupid (laughs) broke my heart you're mean to me and you said this and i would try and drag them by like (laughs) using one of their texts or something like in the song i'd be like gotcha but she is so much more powerful and just like crafts yeah. these beautiful lines yet they crafted. are still so yes. personal crafted is the perfect word to use she's too good at it like she's too good at it i'm sorry that bridge is just not there's not a better one there's not i was on youtube watching compilations of bridges of Taylor's yeah yeah they the way that um on Friday when red dropped everyone was posting on their Instagram story they were like um the best infrastructure in the entire country is Taylor Swift's bridges stronger <laughs> than anything else <laughs> you can just they're all just like um uh, just so memorable so memorable because yeah she just does things so perfectly I don't know how she does most of this. How does she think of these things? They fit perfectly together. They sound amazing and they're catchy. And and let's be clear here. Let's be clear here, everyone. She is the best artist of all time. And I want you to tell me who is, if it's not her, because you can't, you can't do it. Who who the fuck are you going to say to me that I don't have a counter argument? No, no one. I, me and Jade had this conversation. Yes, we did. And Jade, you were not able to tell me anyone. So anyone DM me who you think is better because Mm -hmm. I guarantee, like there are very talented people, but there's something about her. She's not just good at the lyricism. She's not just good at the performance. She puts every single thing she has into it. And maybe you think someone is a better performer than her. There are better performers. I'm saying a fully crafted artist. She Mm -hmm. is the best and all too well is one of the reasons yeah and now is. let's move on to one of one of the counter arguments 22 not the best song <laughs> yeah 22 is definitely radio play like you know it was like one of those songs that was like she was just happy going to get popular and lonely at the same time and she was just feeling quirky yeah yeah she was just like mm, just feeling oh, a little yeah. quirky she like, just wanted to throw hipsters in there. It was trendy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just fun. 
Yeah. 22 is She was like, just, let like, me break fun. this up. She was like, I just, I'm on this album. They, I just broke their hearts with all too well. I'm about to break mm-hmm. their hearts with I almost do. Let's just mm-hmm. throw a fun one in there. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I almost do. Seems like it's a popular one. A lot of people like it. It's not my favorite, but I think okay. it's very sad. And also yeah. I do have a personal connection to it because I did, <laughs> I did send, I almost <laughs> do the song to someone to be like, I almost want to call you. I almost want to text you. But what's funny is in doing that, I did it. I didn't almost text them. I texted them the song I almost do. So like, (laughs) what was the purpose? I'm psycho. Should I do it again? Yeah, do it right now. You think so? You want me to do that? (laughs) No. Because it was harmless in middle school with that person. It's different. Should I do it? now? (laughs) Yeah, you know me. I'll always say yes. You... I'm going to do it. Okay. Do it. No, I'm not going to do it. All right. Maybe um, I will. I'll post on the Instagram if I do. Okay. It, does. <laughs> it goes to show you like what you said before about the whole, like she was going through a lot of different emotions, like after 22, <laughs> then comes, she was like, like I'm so quirky. And then she was like, I am looking out the window and I'm going to call. I'm going to yeah. call right now. I just want to tell you, it takes everything in me not to call you. And then, and then. And then you have, we are never, ever getting back together. Well, this, this is in my head. If we're, I'm sorry, just like the order of these songs. She's like, I'm almost going to call you. And then she's like, no, I remember when we broke up the first time. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, she's not calling, you know, (laughs) saying this is it. I had enough because like we haven't seen each other. Should this whole episode just be us singing that song? Because I love it. We are never, ever getting back together. Yeah. I love that song. It's a it's a great one. It's a I think great that one. single is like I and uh, I love it. And I was really nervous for this re-recording because I oh okay. So uh, when the album came out, I did like the sampler of it. Mm-hmm. Um, just like listening to a little bit. Um, because yeah. I had to go to bed. Uh, because I had work <laughs> the next long, day, long and I can't album. be up till five a.m. trying to decode everything and listen to the the nuances of the new one. Mm-hmm. So I immediately checked the we are never getting back together speaking part to make sure it was still flawless. And it was <laughs> one thing. <laughs> uh, one thing that wasn't so flawless to me are the wheeze, but I think they're fun. Everyone hates them. They say, OK, it's it's Kids Bop's version, not Taylor's version. Like, the oh, Wee! yeah, because it does sound a little Kids Boppy, but I think it's fun. She's probably just like, yes, since it's Taylor's version, like sometimes she probably just like wants to change like little things. Yeah, she will. will get there, but she completely changed one of the songs for almost really. Like, yeah, we'll get there. OK, because maybe I have to do like a different listen. You might have to. It's OK. Oh, all right. Oh, stay, stay, stay is next. Yes. Stay, do you stay, like stay, stay, stay? I do. I do. I love stay, stay, stay. I think it's funny. <laughs> Why? Because it's it's stupid, but it's so like it's stupid, but on purpose. And I love gotcha. that. Gotcha. And I said, stay, stay, stay. She knows. She knows. She knows. <clears throat> and I like the part where it's like, stay, 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 stay. That's really good. <laughs> I haven't memorized all the songs like Alex has yet, but like, well, the good thing I'm performing every single one of them yeah, to you. Yeah. So like, I can't help it. I actually just 
listen to this one was actually kind of a standout for me the last time. Okay. Um, only because she doesn't start the song out. Um, the last time I actually do have to give another listen. This song I don't listen to because mm-hmm. I hated it when the album first came out, but I was also in seventh grade. So was that the same person who was like on it with her? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I didn't like it when it came out, but I honestly probably never gave it a chance. So, and everyone loves it. So maybe oh, okay. I'm going to give it another chance, but I really yeah. don't have much to say about it. I definitely really liked it. It was just like, it, it's like surprising, like when she doesn't start off singing it, mm-hmm. but then it's also just like such like her song, like when she does start singing. So that was like surprising. Holy Ground was a bop. Holy Ground is one of the best songs ever. Right. I don't I know you like it that much. The other day, well, having coffee alone and Lord, it took me away. It was Can I tell you what it's good. about? Yeah, yeah. Tell me. It's about Joe Jonas when she was reminiscing on their relationship at, in a fond way because she was so heartbroken over this. Is I'm assuming this part, the mm. emotions part. I know it's about Joe Jonas. I know she was okay. reminiscing on their relationship. I'm assuming that she was so heartbroken over Jake Gyllenhaal that she was like, oh. It, my relationship with Joe Jonas wasn't that bad and mm. that she saw him at one of her shows. He went to one of her shows and this is a, the song she wrote after seeing him in the audience. Wow. Cause she was just like thinking about how their relationship started and now they're friends. Him and Sophie Turner went to SNL. Oh, I love that. I was wondering so, like who was all in the audience. Yeah. It, him and Sophie Turner went. So that's there were so fantastic. many people who went to support her. So many, so many. They probably had so much fucking fun. I know. I know. I'm jealous. But yeah, that one is a, a fun little tidbit about Joe Jonas to break up the Jake Gyllenhaal slander. Hmm. There you go. But I love I really that song. That one. Yeah, I did. I was like, this is a bop. I'm I'm vibing with it sad and then you have sad beautiful tragic this one <laughs> this one I this one's get, tough for me i can't get over this as just a title of a song we had yeah, i'm gonna perform because i can't okay. help it a beautiful magic love affair what a sad beautiful tragic love Affair. How like please no um cut I loved that out it. but <laughs> I loved it I did when she the it bridge of this is incredible and it it wasn't a song that I felt like it was familiar I was just like oh wow this is like beautiful Good. yeah and when she said you've got your demons and darling they all look like me please <laughs> please please shut up i remember that lyric that was a standout that was a standout lyric for sure when she's like train runs off its tracks kiss me try to fix it will you just try and listen like it's just like she's just like she's like it's it's just like oh i can't even i don't even have the words i love it so after sad beautiful tragic is the lucky one yes what do you think about the lucky one what's the story um, I forget who the actress's name is, but there's like an actress that Taylor wrote the song about, like a woman who was a or a singer or something. I I, I forget, but I used to know. And she like moved away and like left Hollywood, gotcha. but she was like really popular at some point. And she's Taylor's just saying she understands why. Yeah. I like the line in this one that you chose the Rose Garden over Madison Square. Like she chose to live at a little house with a picket fence instead of Madison Square Garden. I just think it's really clever. And I like that. I'd lo- it's so clever. It's definitely She's clever. So good. 
um, really good. I wouldn't say that it was like a standout for me. Right. It's not a standout for me either. Yeah. Yeah. But But definitely. Yeah. Everything has changed. It just surprised me to even see this one on here. Cause like I said before, I was like, whoa, this was that long ago. And also the fact that Ed Sheeran is on this (laughs) album twice. Well, they wrote both of those songs together when they first met and then they picked one for the album. But now I don't know. Like he, she was like, I'll put balls on. <laughs> sure. And I was like, if I have to hear, I actually don't dislike Ed Sheeran. I think he has a beautiful voice. I think he's a nice guy. Why did I not even want to hear him? Why was I, I can't? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know I don't, either. I don't just, listen to Ed Sheeran's voice and go like, oh, I was missing his voice. Like <laughs> I listen, I, I hear his voice and I'm like, there's Ed Sheeran again. Yeah. I'm like, there he is. There but I don't have a problem with him. He didn't do anything to me. And the but crazy I just, thing, I'm just mad. the crazy thing is like right now we're we're living through like his revamp. <laughs> like, he's, and so to and I'm hear like, his what? voice on here, I'm like, bitch, I already hear you on the radio all day. I'm like, you did SNL last week, bud. But like, come on. I know. So, it's so funny that we're so rude. <laughs> we are rude. Um. Oh, Starlight is next. I don't know why this was a standout for me. Really? Interesting. I said from the beginning of this song, I'm like, this is so good. That's what I've written down. (laughs) I don't know why. Um, This one was never. I enjoyed it. It was never a standout for me. I like it though. I never skip it, but I don't ever click it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. We're getting into the nitty gritty here. This is good stuff. (laughs) Begin again. Begin again. Yeah. What do you think? I think this is a. I think this one was another song that felt familiar to me for some reason. It's about Connor Kennedy. Who? One of the Kennedys. She dated him right after Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, okay. I do remember a Kennedy. Yeah, in there somewhere. Was, that was him, Mr. Connor. Are there any like standout lyrics for this one? I think it's strange that they think I'm funny because he never did. And then she references yeah. that again in our grand finale, the all too well ten minute version. Um. But yeah, this one. I'm just glad that this man sure. laughed at her because she's hilarious. Taylor Swift is very funny. I believe I believe that Taylor Swift is funny for sure. I, I like she's a little she awkward, but she's yeah, she's very clever and very mm-hmm. funny. So Jake Gyllenhaal can literally shut the hell up. <laughs> Fuck you, Jake Gyllenhaal. Seriously, those are dead. I yeah, that was a, that was definitely a standout. The I think it's strange that you think I'm funny. Um, yeah, that's basically it. This one just like, I really liked it. It felt familiar. And I was just like, this is sweet. Not sweet, but like, I, it just like sounded really but great. It's good. It's a yeah. good song. It's just it's solid just song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so now just to give you it. some insight, yeah. that is the end of the red album. And then the moment I knew come back, be here, girl at home, state of grace, acoustic version are all deluxe edition so they were on the original album but right. on the deluxe album. so now we're into like deluxe before the vault okay so the moment i knew not mm-hmm. my favorite song but i it makes me sad because it's about how he didn't show up to her birthday party i'm but sorry it, but those were that would <laughs> i know we're not talking about it yet but those were my favorite reactions from the all too when well people were like <gasps> People were like, you should have just fucking came to her birthday party. How fucking hard is it to just show up? Seriously. Seriously. And it was her 21st. It was her 21st birthday. Like you had the audacity to ruin that for her. Oh, that was my fucking. So yeah, that's, that's fucking sad. Yeah. But I'm going to be honest. It's not my favorite 
song, song. but mm-hmm. but it, you know I already said come back be here I loved that song I love it too it's I fantastic. loved that song uh, yeah it, it was one of those songs where when I was listening I was like I have to see what the title of the song is so I remember it yeah like it was just like so wonderful stand out for me in that song mm-hmm. is but you're in London and a breakdown because mm-hmm. it's not fair but you're not around all right like what, all like, right I don't know I've definitely heard that before and I don't know from where it's just iconic it's and so good breakdown down. Mm, you posted about girl at home Okay, I posted. Okay, well, here's we have to talk about "Girl at Home." This okay. this song is completely different from the original. <laughs> oh, it is, this is the one. This is the one. Oh, is, okay, okay. This this okay. song was like a little country song, and she turned it into like a synth pop song. It was like country, not super country, but country like like vibes. the usual like Taylor Swift yeah vibes. Gotcha. It had more like stay 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 vibes. Interesting. But now it's a banger. Nobody yeah. really liked this song that much. So I think oh, she was so like, that's why she was like, eh, it's the least favorite. Let me just revamp. But I love it now. Mm. I didn't love it before, but now I love it. And the reason I posted it <laughs> is because <laughs> guys with girlfriends keep trying to come up to me. It happens like literally every day of my life. And then I don't know why. I don't know what kind of vibe I give off, but I you do not, not give off any sort of vibe. Well, it's not intentional and it continues to happen. And then you do not it, on suck. one special case, they date me <laughs> with a girlfriend and mm-hmm. I didn't know. So don't look at me. You got a girl at home and everybody knows that. But the problem is usually I don't know that. You but need like, to start just like singing this song. This <laughs> second that, like, don't look at anyone me. Anyone comes up to you. It would be a fun proposition <laughs> if I was a stupid girl. <laughs> Honey, I am no one's exception. This I have previously learned. <laughs> oh I'm dead. No, I posted it because I was like, yeah. literally try it. Guy with girlfriend, try it. I try posted it. it on my close friends. But yeah. I was like, tell your friends yeah. that if they have a girl at home, stay the fuck away from me. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Stay the fuck away. Don't look at me. You got a girl at home. Everybody knows that. And I want to know who that song is about. And I'm not sure. Oh, okay. But it's definitely about like a celebrity. Yeah. You know. Okay. Next. State of Grace acoustic version. How how beautiful. How amazing and beautiful. So beautiful. So beautiful. We already chatted about State of Grace, but I just think this is a wonderful addition. Oh, now we're into the vault. Yeah. But I was confused because with Ronan. Ronan. Ronan was a single. It wasn't. Yeah, it, was to it was just benefit a cancer, like um, childhood cancer, I think. Mm-hmm. So, but so it's not technically from the vault because it was a yeah. recorded Taylor song, but it wasn't on Red. I do remember having this single just like downloaded. So fucking sad. It's just that one song that like you listen to once and you're just like it's too sad to listen to again. I I can never listen to this song. It's an immediately it immediately makes me cry. It's the saddest song, but I just think Taylor is so wonderful for doing that what had happened was alex texted me was like ronan is too sad i can never listen to this song again and (laughs) then and then would you say you were like it's so sad her performance of it yeah is like the worst because she's trying like not to cry and i was like well me being an idiot a 
idiot Pisces who loves to cry. Like I need to see this video. Mm-hmm. So then I went and watched her performance and I was just like, Taylor Swift is just too good of a person for any of us. When this song came out, mm-hmm. if I like had a bad day and I needed to cry, I would put this on and it would work. Like I would put on that video and it would work way too well that I was upset for days after. So I was like, why do I keep doing this to myself? Because it's a beautiful, beautiful performance, she's but it's too good. It's too sad. She's and I, too good at like, she's so good at being honest. Like the lyrics are just so. The lyrics are so good and so heartbreaking. And, oh, and she just does such a good job. But like, yeah. since she does such a good job, it's so fucking depressing because it's so yeah. like truthful. Yeah. Those lyrics, like if anyone just like looks at those lyrics, they're fucking sad. Yeah, I can't. We have to move on because I'm starting to think about them. What is Better Man from? Um, Better Man is by a Little Big Town. Let me double check. That's because I was listening to this song and I was like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. Little Big Town. OK, because I was like, I've definitely heard this song before. What Taylor wrote details? it. OK, she wrote it and, and then she it. sold it to them because she didn't use it on red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was also like the demo of her singing it that was like released not actually released but like people put it on the internet so i've heard the song by oh really before. gotcha yeah i used to listen to it a lot but i it's re- i love that song yeah it was really really good and it's really sad i just wish you were a better man um i really don't know if i can talk about this next one wow 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 um what can i say wow um, I would like to point out that this is the first time a woman has had a full verse on a Taylor Swift song. She's only had features deserved. with background vocals. So good job, Phoebe Bridgers. You, you've, you've cracked it. You've cracked, you've the code. cracked it. You killed it. And truly their vo- Alex, I cannot get over how good their voices sound together. Well, I, What's so interesting to me is that Taylor Swift wrote this song when she was like, let's say 20, let's mm-hmm. guess. And it's, it fits so well with what Phoebe Bridgers would write. So oh, I'm yeah. like, Taylor is so smart for asking her on this song mm-hmm. because it fits very perfectly. smart. Perfectly. It really is like flawless. Like when Phoebe starts to sing, like after you're done listening to Taylor's voice and then you're listening to Phoebe, I was just... I was like, whoa, it's perfect, perfect for both of them. And I mean, the lyrics are ridiculous. I everything. I have the lyrics written down. So super important to me. How long will it be cute? All this crying in my room. Um, because I think I literally it's like she has us wiretapped. I'm telling you, because yeah. we're crazy. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest here, Jade. We're crazy. Mm-hmm. And I know you probably feel this way too. I'm like, I like when I was younger. Like I cry a lot. I'm mm-hmm. a lot of things make me cry. I like to cry sometimes. I like to be sad sometimes. And I like would think I think about a lot like when I was younger, it's okay to be like, oh, like yeah, I'm crying. I'm sad. And I'm like, this mm-hmm. is just my personality. So I'm like, it's not really cute anymore, but like, oh well, there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. But I also used to think it was like it was fine. And now I'm like, you have to cut it out, but I can't. So that line really got me. And then the radiance you only have at 17. Um, I say you're happy for her. Then I cry myself to sleep because I think about 
a lot how we're in like the prime of our lives technically yeah. like our teen years are gone our college years are gone and like this is it <laughs> like I know that's not true that but I think this song a lot. hit for that reason yeah I'm like I really hate the idea of aging and I always have yeah. and I I hate the idea of like I always have romanticized the future but but when I was younger I would only romanticize up until like this point you know so now I'm like how do I fucking romanticize my 30s and my 40s no fucking way I don't like that but like I guess I'm gonna you'll have to yeah I know and I talk to my mom about this a lot which is funny Mm. that this song is on this album because I've been talking to my mom about this a lot like I'm always like mom like I'm it's this is it like (laughs) if the fun's over and she's like no it's not she's like just have fun when you're 30 she's like who's telling you not to have fun I'm like I don't know I just can't think about that everyone says like yeah like enjoy your 20s like this is going to be like the best time of your life but then like after that like no one says anything about like stuff to look forward to well that's also like a specific issue I mean people don't say that I mean people say that to men and women but I think specifically for women like for women yeah now we because then what you're supposed to be settled down and then we have to get married and have kids bullshit because we don't because unfortunately our freaking bodies give us a timeline like people worry for us if we're still out having fun when we're 35 they're like you only have a couple more years but guess what oh you're too old to be doing that i'm like fuck off i'm like leave me alone i'm 23 and everyone's like have fun but i'm like i can just foresee it in my future (laughs) yes the other line that like absolutely killed me is and i posted this one on my instagram story how did i go from growing up to breaking down. I'm asking myself that too, Taylor. <laughs> I am asking myself that too every single day. Does that she have an answer for us? It's so great. Does she no. have an answer? <laughs> because I'd like it. I'd um, like it. I'd like it. How did I go from growing up to breaking down? Ah, uh, oh, it's so like that's a great line. It's so it's so great. That song is perfect. It is. I'm glad I'm glad that it's like doing well like everyone's been loving that song and now to another fantastic song mm-hmm. babe babe which was originally by sugarland yes um i love babe and i've loved babe since she did it on the rep stadium tour with sugarland mm. and i was like oh my god i was like this is so good because i watched mm-hmm. that performance but like she oh taylor doing it i think is awesome like the jennifer nettles who's the singer of sugarland i think is has a beautiful voice she's in waitress right now oh but yes she's jenna it, i just love the way i love taylor's like when she like wails like when she like screams things and she's like <laughs> wailing the bridge and like the beat at the end i'm like bitch how could you do this baby <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm like, <laughs> you really blew this, babe. I'm like, you fucking did it. I want to drive. And I wrote in my notes, I wrote in all caps, I love this. And then I wrote, I want to drive and crash to it. <laughs> Alex. That's what I wrote. Alex. <laughs> Message in a bottle is next. Yeah, you go first. I said, it felt so poppy. I felt like I needed it. Yeah, you need it in there. Liz hates this song. She thinks it's stupid. (laughs) Oh, I don't think I don't think it's like 
particularly like great, but it just like was poppy and fun. And like, I felt like we needed it in there. I wrote in my notes, Mm -hmm. bop dash. Okay. Dot, dot, dot. Why does this remind me of One Direction up all night? It's literally (laughs) something. It's like a 2009 Brit pop. (laughs) But yeah, it sounds like One Direction to me, but I'm going to bop to it. Yeah. It's like not a masterpiece. Yeah. Agreed. I started. I bet you think about me. I said two country, two country, two country. I did not even finish listening to it when I was doing like the sampler. Uh um, I was like, okay, this is way too country for me. And then Sarah was like, Jade, give it a chance, blah, blah, blah. So I finally like listened through it like twice, I think. And like, it's actually like a fun song. And I think she just sings it really well. Yeah. She just sings it phenomenally. I think it's super fun. I can see why so many people like it so much. Mm -hmm. I said, my notes are okay. Country girl, drag him. Yes. Um, But like, I don't like country music. So, but I do think it's great. Like, I think it's a great song. And Mm -hmm. when it comes on, I would be like, I bet you flank by me, but um, I'm not going to click it. Okay. I'm such an asshole. All I wrote for forever winter was, oh, I love this. I'm an asshole because I didn't write anything. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing. I'll give you proof. There's nothing (laughs) under it. Why? You didn't like it? No, I like it. I just didn't have much to say. And I felt a little bit confused because a lot of people are telling me that's their favorite and it just isn't a standout to me. And I also think it's sad. So I don't, I didn't really have anything to say. Yeah. Like I, it's catchy and it's it's sad. Because out of all of them, like, I wouldn't say it's like a standout. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's def- it was definitely really good. I loved it. Um, okay. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Run. <laughs> okay. So my notes are funny. So first one, when Liz and I were doing like our little sample listen. Uh-huh. With, I was like, I, I was like, do not put on Run. I was like, I literally can't handle that Sharon right now. Like, I don't know why I was so <laughs> Like I just didn't want to hear him, and then I wrote in my notes, I was so scared. I was so scared to hear Ed Sheeran. I don't know why. Ugh, did not want to hear him. But actually, this one is good. I like those harmonies. Those are my fave. When the higher harmony stays on one note, loved being an alto and chorus. That's what I wrote. I'm gonna be honest. The fear for me was so real. I didn't even finish listening. It's actually, it's pretty. It's very okay, pretty. Okay. I know why they chose Everything Has Changed over this one. I think that's like a better yeah. song for the album, but I think this is a good song. I just like, yeah. for some reason, have developed this phobia of Ed Sheeran. Maybe it's the fact that he became like such a meme. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of us. I think that's why. I'm like, Ew. And they're I, like I and really they- like, I I really like what Taylor sings of this song when he's like, run from the law. I'm like, you better run Ed Sheeran. But I don't know why that's going through my head. Um, Okay. So the very first night, the very first night, this is my favorite. It was, I like this one. Uh, This is my favorite. I love it. I love this song. I wish I could fly. Okay. Okay. And then I wrote, the take me away, take me away at the end where she's like screaming it is the best mm-hmm. she's ever sounded. I don't know what it is. I think it is the best she's ever sounded when she's like, take me away, take me away. She's like mm-hmm. screaming it. And the way that the tone of it and the vowel she uses on the away is like literally, I'm like, oh my God, she went to a vocal lesson. She went to a vocal lesson because 
I like my vocal coach would always be like, when you when you go up, you can't drag it. You have to be like, uh. And she does it so, and I can't do it. And she does it so good. She's like, take me away. And I'm like, woo. So, so this one is your favorite. This is my favorite. Yeah. I have to, I have to stick with nothing new. And also I'm such a Phoebe fan that yeah. it's just like too much for me that she's on there as well. And I think it's just such a good song. But you the can't, very I, first night is also so, so, so good. And then uh, I think that nothing new is my second favorite. But yeah. Jade, I'm going to have to call you out here. You can't. I mean, I believe you that it's your favorite because I think it's a great song, but you can't just pick it because of Phoebe Bridgers, because I'm not over here picking me as my favorite Taylor Swift song because Brendan Urie's on it. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> no one's picking that song because that is never, that would never be considered a masterpiece for Taylor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll leave it there. Um, okay. So before. No, it's also grand... lyric wise. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. 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 Lyric wise. Also, nothing new is just. Well, that's my favorite vault song. But if we're going Mm -hmm. through the album, yeah, Treacherous still stands true for me. Mm -hmm. I see. Uh, Red will just always be iconic. So is that, do you think that's your favorite? Oh, it's so hard. No, I actually think all too well. (gasps) Okay. Well, we're getting to our grand finale soon, which is the 10 minute version of all too well. But I did want to throw in here an honorable mention that we can chat about. Do you know what it's going to be? <laughs> the honorable mention? Yeah. I still haven't listened to it. Are you joking me? No. <laughs> like, literally listen to it right now. Should I? Yeah. I'm fucking annoyed. What? Is that Pete Davidson? <sighs> okay. I'm ready. So our honorable mention <laughs> is... <laughs> and honestly, I think it should be... Um, added to the album if she can re-record again yeah um but it is called three sad virgins um anyone heard of it anyone heard of it uh performed by pete davidson and taylor swift and please don't destroy is that what they're called please don't destroy something yeah those three guys on (laughs) the three new white guys (laughs) the lonely island part two yeah yeah um (laughs) um yeah and so let's let's talk about it <laughs> she's flawless and everything she does can i tell you why i think this is so culturally important yes so i've been nervous all week about taylor being on snl oh because i love <laughs> i love pete davidson okay but I think Taylor Swift probably fucking hates him. And I'll tell you why. He why? Was, he's he obnoxious was, as fuck too. Sorry. Okay. Well, that's not where I was going, <laughs> but sure. <laughs> Throw that out there. Um, Because he dated Larry David's daughter, Cassie David, for like two mm-hmm. years and then mm-hmm. broke up with her to be with Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. And Taylor Swift is very, very close friends with Cassie David. So that's one thing. Number two, Pete Davidson is fucking Kim Kardashian probably right now. Probably. And Taylor Swift is not cool Does with Does not Kim fuck with Kanye. that. No. So, but I'm thinking almost Taylor is smart and she doesn't care really anymore. She's happy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, she's probably like, you know what? Like, fuck you, Kanye. I hope you're, I hope you and Kim are happy together, Pete. You're fucking stupid. Let's do this sketch. <laughs> yeah. I think if anything, Taylor is totally profesh, but in yeah. her head, she's thinking like this fucking idiot. Yeah. 
is just like, like, what is he doing? Yeah, she's probably like, how on earth do these people like him? (laughs) Yeah. Which I relate, Taylor. No, he's so hot, but. Oh my God. But yeah, so let's talk about that. Um, Wasn't that great? I love that. It was great. It was actually really funny. (laughs) It was funny. I love that Pete Davidson is like, all my friends are famous except for these three sad Sad virgins. virgins. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun. You know, I do not like Pete Davidson. So like if he has me laughing even a little bit and he's in that fucking sketch, then like, yeah, it must have been funny. It was definitely really good at those raps. I love. um, And also, it's kind of funny that she just comes in for the bridge. Right. Iconic. Iconic. I also really like, I know this isn't about Taylor, but I love in the beginning of the video when Pete walks in and like the, the lonely Island part two, the lonely Island part two is like the king of Staten Island. (laughs) And and Pete's like, what? (laughs) My favorite part was he was, he was like, uh, does anyone have an ashtray? And the guy puts his his hand out. (laughs) And then they put them up in that thing. Yeah. And then the one guy falls. It was actually good. And Taylor's bridge is so good. I hope she helped to write it a little. I don't know. I would hope so. But I hope she did because I love that this guy has the sex appeal of a scarecrow. (laughs) I like that one too. Like who came up with that? And then she's like, how does he walk around with this big fat melon? (laughs) (laughs) And then I like that it goes into pop and she, the way she dances, she's like, big sad virgins, what? and i just like and they're gonna die alone yeah 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 (laughs) it was it was actually really good it's really good that's like good and i know i'm biased because of taylor swift and pete davidson but you Mm -hmm. know i love that shit i know me too i love stupid shit like that it's so stupid and it makes no sense why Mm -hmm. they're doing it and they dress that guy up in the wendy from wendy's Mm -hmm. like that there's no reason for that (laughs) like there was no reason for half of it like the yeah. dune part where he's like <laughs> and he's like dune in the desert he's like and these guys suck i'm like <laughs> like that made no sense and that's my favorite comedy so i'm like this is one of the best sketches i've seen in a while and it's just really good for my soul yeah. and well-being we that, both find the same shit funny yeah that it, it was taylor and pete mm-hmm. so i just wanted to put that there well i mean it's time to talk about all too well Oh, the big, no. the big, uh, <laughs> I mean, the big kahuna. Yeah. Like I, I was trying to fit, like, this wasn't the first one that I clicked on only because I needed to mentally prepare myself. I didn't click on this first either. No. I clicked on state of grace first. Cause I needed the opener, you know? Oh, um, I did listen to nothing new first. <laughs> Oh, I was classic. like, and I was like, I need to mentally prepare myself for all too well as well because I was not ready. Like, I needed to be like focused basically for all too well 10 minute version. Yeah. So, what were your first thoughts? Or do you want to just like read through everything you thought of or everything yeah, you typed so, down? So, I have my first thoughts, but they have changed. Okay. So, the beginning is like, it, it's all the same lyrics as all too well so i'm like sitting there nervous i'm on the edge of my seat when are these new lyrics going to come what like when are they coming what is she doing mm-hmm. everyone like that i'm seeing on tiktok was thinking like that the new lyrics would be at the end but that's not what i expected i thought they'd be thrown in there like they are because mm-hmm. if she pared down the song from 10 minutes to four minutes 
she didn't put all of her best lyrics right in the front, you know? So yeah. I, I figured they'd be mixed in and I figured there'd be like extra things leading up to the bridge. What I didn't expect is for the bridge to be so early, like the the real bridge, the maybe we got lost in translation and then like have another whole bridge. Right. I thought that would still be the grand finale. So that definitely took me by surprise. But here are my notes. Of course, Liz accidentally put on the clean version first. <laughs> so it just when the new lyrics come on where it's like, fuck the patriarchy, you know, it yeah. just screamed patriarchy at us because it didn't say fuck the. It just went patriarchy. And I was like, is she all right? You that's know? horrible. But I was like, wow, that's not a good start. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But obviously we we realized our mistake okay so my beginning thoughts were like i do like i do like and i think these are still my thoughts i i like the regular all too well better okay that's a perfect song this 10 minute version is not a perfect song no how could it be it's not a perfect song so i said i don't think the purpose of this is to be like the best song ever masterpiece like all too well the regular version is i think the purpose is to give fans literally what we begged for and give insight into exactly what she felt at that time and give a really personal look into what all too well was about mm -hmm. um i did write this originally i think she cheated a little because the last two minutes is just her repeating <gasps> i thought the same thing I but said, okay, I this is like a little it. bit too long of a, I like it after watching her perform that part the, on SNL. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. But I said, thank you, Taylor. Like the song it. is 10 minutes and 13 seconds. And my birthday is 10, 13. Aw. Isn't that sweet of her? Yeah. Is it really only that long? 10 minutes and 13 seconds. Wow. And yeah. So now my thoughts on this song mm -hmm. after watching the the short film and the SNL performance, I do have different thoughts than when I first listened. I do appreciate it a lot more. And I think it's because as a huge fan, she's talked about having this 10 minute version of all too well, like since forever. And mm -hmm. I think my expectations were just really high mm. and I was nervous for it because all too well is a perfect song. So like, how could you add more perfect lyrics to a perfect song? You mm -hmm. can't. So, but then but I was really excited because I literally wanted her to be like Jake Hall, you fucking fucker. Mm -hmm. um, but she didn't say that, you know? Right. Um, but I think it was personal enough that I was like, burn, burn, burn after burn, burn after burn. And that's exactly what Agreed. I wanted. But then seeing, but I didn't think it was like as artful as I wanted it to be. But then after seeing the short film and the SNL performance, which like you said, the end of the SNL performance blew me away. Mm -hmm. So like now I think it's a piece of art. I'm like, okay, I see what she, I see why she did this. And I would like to bring up that I don't think all the lyrics are from when she wrote it originally. I think she threw some new ones in there. Yeah. That's just my opinion. That's a lot just of people my have been saying that. A lot of people have been saying that and because of the fuck the patriarchy line the most, I think. I think I mean, that could be. Yeah. But I also for me, it's but the punchline goes, um, you'll get I was older. never good at telling jokes, but the punchline punch goes, goes, I'll, get, I'll older. get older, but your lovers say my age. Mm -hmm. If they just broke up when she wrote this, how does she know he keeps dating 25 year olds? Yeah, true. That's also true. So I but I'm not mad that she added lyrics. I kind of mm -hmm. like it because it 
because I'm like, ah, she's still bitter. I love it. (laughs) Well, I mean, what that definitely makes more sense, though, because the only one that I heard was that people didn't think that it was like the original original because of um, the fuck the patriarchy line, because they were like, how would she even be like that? Was that even a thing that like a lot of people said at that time? Um, Yeah. And there were also lyrics to the all too well original version in her lover diaries that didn't make it. (laughs) that just didn't make it interesting into the recording i think she said this is my this is my opportunity to tell you why it's so fucked up that he did this to me and i'm gonna tell you oh a hundred percent because i think that this was her chance to i love it especially after speak now and read because she named john mayer and then she wrote a million songs about jake gyllenhaal i think this was like the the height of people slut shaming her and blaming her and saying she only writes breakup songs and she's a serial dater and all this. No, but I'm just saying, I think this was her chance to be like, listen, I was 20 years old. This man was a grown ass man and he took advantage of me and didn't even care about me in the way that I thought he did. And Mm -hmm. then it like, it wasn't clear to her until they broke up. And I think that's really fucked up. And she, and then everyone fucking fucking was so rude to her about it. So this was her chance. I think people's well, okay. People are not being rude. People are being definitely being a lot more supportive to her this time around. But um, yeah, I think I have been getting really upset when people um have been saying that like, oh, it was literally just like a three month relationship, and she feels this way, and like they don't understand like how like hey, special I, and I'd important like this was for her, and like and. I'd like to be clear about this. How many of these people like, ooh, it was only a three-month relationship were just as upset or more upset Mm -hmm. about somebody that they never even dated, right? Don't we all have those moments? Exactly. If I was writing my most heart-wrenching song, it would be probably about someone I didn't even date. It makes me so mad because I'm just like, what? Like, we have no idea like what their relationship was like. Well, she's telling us. She's literally telling us what it was like. It was love, but he never called it what it was. No, but she felt like it was love. I like that part a lot. You never called it what it was. I really like that low note. And that was my favorite part of the SNL performance when she looked at the camera and she was like, was. (laughs) And she was all angry. I was like, yes, bitch, perform, perform. Yes, I love it. She was like kind of smiling because she was so excited. Mm-hmm. I just saw a TikTok of um, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively dancing at SNL <gasps> to her singing that. Send it to me. Okay. I'll try and find it again. Thank you. What did you like? Any thoughts on the short film? Oh, I I loved it. Everyone was like, I didn't expect it to be so literal. Like she literally just was like, this is Jake Gyllenhaal. That is me. And this yeah. is exactly what happened. And but I don't know why people didn't expect that because that's exactly what I expected from her. That's exactly what I expected. Hmm. I expected her to literally like name him Jake or something. Like I really expected that from her. I appreciate but no, she just made it so clear. I appreciate yes, I get I get her making it clear with like the way that the characters looked, but I mm-hmm. also didn't realize it was going to be so like storytelling which obviously it it makes sense why it is but it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter because either way she does a great job of like not just doing that the whole entire time which is because right. it's not 
only the beginning is like very literal. Like we're li- a lot of the lyrics, like it's very literal. Like she says, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, we walked in the doorway, like you're watching them walk through the doorway. But then it's like the second time, like you're not watching like his mom, like with the scrapbooks and stuff. Like it's only literal, like some of the times, which I think is nice because like that can get really boring, I think. Well, I agree with you. It was like more so when I when I say literal, like what I'm what I mean by that is it was literally a representation of a time in their relationship. And then like mm-hmm. the ending was like compilations of their relationship. Like she mm-hmm. picked one instance where she knew what like that probably literally happened to her for that, sure. like really messed her up and put it in there and everyone was like i can't believe she literally just like recorded their conversation and put it in the music i know like, that's, that's exactly what i, what I thought me too i was like a hundred i was like i thought she'd do that yeah a hundred percent they said these exact words to each other yeah and there's no doubt about it and like that's also me coming from like just like a a storytelling point of view like it's so realistic it felt like one of those also, movies the actors that i was really good oh of course but of course, they were so Alex, they were so good. I don't know. I don't know Sadie Sink. I never watched Stranger Things. Horrible. I was yeah. very excited when I heard that she was in it. And then also, of course, I'm, I'm obsessed with Dylan O'Brien or I used to See, be a lot more obsessed with him. I was never obsessed with Dylan O'Brien, but I feel like I'm entering that phase because he's oh, so welcome. funny. Welcome to he's it. So, he's so cute and funny. I'm like, I have a new. Have crush. you ever seen the first time? No. Oh, okay. Interesting. You should really watch that movie. If you like <laughs> okay. really want to dive into Dylan O'Brien. Oh shit. I don't know if I'm mentally prepared to like anyone right now. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't have a new crush. I'm already dealing Crazy. with a lot. <laughs> um, well, any like final thoughts on well all too well? I have a final question for you. Oh, okay. What it what did what did you think? about about it yeah I just want your overall thoughts because I know we've been chatting but I just want your overall thoughts okay I mean I honestly just like I don't disagree with like what you said about your first listen I feel like my first listen I was like very amazed by it all but that's because that was like my first time listening to like a recorded version of Mm. like all too well um yeah like I had only watched the performance before that and 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 it's not like I was like listening and like memorizing this song so then like when I heard the 10 minute version I was like whoa like I feel like it was much easier for me to attach myself to that version Mm. I don't know why so then I just like immediately just like loved it like my jaw dropped like was open the entire time I was listening um, I love just like the lines that she used to like comment on the situation. I felt I just loved how real it was, just like the age lines and like all of that shit. Like I love, I just like loved everything about it. Um, well, but I I want to give a tidbit. Agreed with you about the oh about. <laughs> I was yeah, like, she's kind of just but the SNL performance. Yes, and then the, yeah, SNL, the SNL performance, performance changed that. That for was my favorite part. Yeah, I do have a tidbit for the fans. Oh, okay. It's about you. Oh, okay. when <laughs> for our adoring fans, guess what Jade said to me when the all too well music video poster, uh, short film 
poster <laughs> came out and it was still in O'Brien and Sadie Sink. Jade DM'd me and was like, okay, but can we talk about the age difference? Taylor, why would you do this? I was like, Jade, mm-hmm. <laughs> you think she does anything that's on a purpose? <laughs> They're the exact ages. <laughs> I, I literally like, and you forgot. were like, Taylor, you were like, my heart was broken. Yeah. I was like, don't even question her seriously. It was, I literally forgot like how just important everything is to her. Like the details yeah. are everything for Taylor. And I lost myself for a second and and forgot. And like when you told me that like that was there, like Alex, my mind was blown. Like everything was connected for me. And it it makes it so much smarter and like so like she's so great she's so great it like still blows my mind next taylor swift episode will be speak now re-recording john mayer she's coming she was 19 years old you were fucking 32 you fucking creepo it's crazy disgusting 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 speaking of these men i think this is a great segue yeah actually yeah you're right (laughs) let's get into it the fan favorite the fmk (laughs) the fans have never told me this is their favorite i just assume (laughs) we will always assume because we love them i'm like everyone's favorite no one has ever told me that no one ever tells me anything honestly alex Um, thought of a phenomenal fmk for this week as usual as usual thank you it's actually my talent if anyone knows if i can make a career out of this please let me know because i I fucking wish want one (laughs) okay (laughs) okay so this is FMK. Taylor is out for blood version. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. FMK. Joe Jonas. She got you. Jake Gyllenhaal. Slaughter. John Mayer. You're next. <laughs> FMK. <laughs> you're next. I feel like we both know who we're marrying, right? Yeah, of course. That one's easy. That's easy. You marry Joe Jonas. Yeah, obviously. If he's good enough for Sophie Turner, he is fucking good enough for me. I love her. He's he's clearly an upstanding citizen because he literally went to see Taylor on SNL. So, yeah, he's clearly just like fun. Also, he's just chill. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're down to get married, I think you're cool. Um, Yeah. So you probably bother me a little, but I'll marry him. Oh, yeah, for sure for sure but the um, other ones would bother me so much more so okay <laughs> go ahead <laughs> ew now i'm thinking about it sorry yeah isn't that disgusting i'm so sorry i'm doing this well i would always pick kevin before i ever picked nick oh i was talking about the other people on this fmk would bother oh. me so much more i thought you were talking about the Jonas brothers well i would i like nick don't do that to me right now oh my god okay we won't talk about this right now <laughs> you have to Fuck Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. And you have to kill John Mayer. I'm imagining having to look at John Mayer's face. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot fuck John Mayer. I, oh, he is. This was an easy FMK for me. Jake Gyllenhaal, although he is terrible, he's hot. He kind of looks like a dog, but I, he's still sexy. And he talks like a stupid person, and you know how I like that. So I would. True. I'd be like, say something to me. Say actually, something Jake Gyllenhaal's your type, and that is so upsetting. 
That's so upsetting. But there's nobody further from my type than John Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Like, no offense, but full offense because you are so rude. Like, yeah. why do girls like him? I don't know. Like, he's not known for being nice. No, he's actually like, known for being a bad person. Like, I don't understand how someone like like him still has like crazy fans. What even song does he sing? He'd probably play his songs. It's like during sex. It's you like- are right about that, Alex. John Mayer is the type of guy who puts on his own songs during sex. I know he he definitely does. I I can tell you I don't know him and I don't know anyone that's fucked him, but I can tell you with hundred percent confidence and I put my life on it that he does it. That's actually kind of fun. What artists <laughs> would put their <laughs> songs on? <laughs> I think the next one on my list would be Kanye West. He loves to listen to himself. That asshole. I agree, but I would like to say Harry Styles, but I would love it. I hate Game Over. Game Over. What? Game Over. Wait. I, Pete Davidson, just listens to his what SNL he put skits on? in the back. Three sad virgins. What? Three, Three sad, sad virgins. virgins. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. So you obviously like have the same too. FMK. Yeah, I, I have the, a very clear, very clear FMK on this one. Yeah. What, it, what song does John Mayer sing? Can someone tell me so I can sing it? Let's see. It's like something's better on the other side. Isn't his that his number song? one? His not num- gravity. <laughs> no, not. That is not the world song. to change. To change. Your oh body God, is, is a he... wonderland. <gasps> that's what he that's what he does. That's definitely yeah. what he fucks too. Body yeah. is wonderland. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I can't wait for uh, her to come for him next. I'm so excited. Yeah, but it's not gonna be as it's not gonna be as hurtful as this. I'm just saying. This Which, one hurt her the most. Yeah, for sure. Which but I you know can, why like it's really funny because she like hates Jake Gyllenhaal and John Mayer, but all of her mm-hmm. other exes, she's like, whatever, have fun. But these two jerky jerk old boys, she was like, you two are so fucking old. It's true, though. Like when you really think about it's it, like, obviously she was obviously she doesn't hold these grudges for everyone. Like that's not no, like yeah. she obviously, you know, this was hard for her. Yeah. And I cannot wait for style Taylor's version featuring Harry Styles from the vault extra verse. What? That exists? No, I'm manifesting. I'm going to fucking manifest with you. That would be amazing. I like, I like don't, I can't even tell you what I would do if Harry Styles was featured on a Taylor Swift song. I mean, 1989 would kind of be the album to do it. Well, it's about him, so he might as well. Oh my god, it's iconic! Like I don't, I can't even explain to you what my body would do. Like I feel like I would <laughs> melt into a puddle and then like, like go back into an ice sculpture and then like melt from the sun again and then go into the earth, into the lava, and come out of a volcano. You would just not be okay. Please, please. Are there any final thoughts on any? I mean, I feel like we agreed on most of it i obviously think you had like a much bigger attachment to the original song and yeah obviously than i did and like so now i'm like obsessing over 
this like new shiny thing that I feel like oh, I'd, like all these lyrics are just so amazing. It, they're so good. I guess my final thoughts are treacherous is God and my scripture. Does that is that what I should say? Does that make sense? That makes sense. Scripture. Okay. Yes, treacherous is my scripture. <laughs> and put it in the comments if I should text my ex. Stop. This is, this is a horrible ending. <laughs> Everyone put it in the comments if I should text my ex. Seriously. No, no, no. If no enough one, people say yes, no I'm going to do it. No, no, no. No one enable her. I don't even need anyone to. I might just do it anyway. You're right about that. <laughs> Correct. But Correct. if one person says yes, I'll definitely do it. So put it in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So no other thoughts. Any <laughs> hopes for, you know, Taylor's journey going forward? 1989 being the next one, right? I think either 1989 or Speak Now is next. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what she's doing. She's dropping hints for both. She's insane. Yeah. And so I don't know. I'm not going to put a guess out there because then I'm going to be embarrassed if I'm wrong. I was going to say, I think she kind of has to go back before she goes another album forward. I don't know Maybe. why. I just feel like, I don't know. I don't know. Because I just of feel that gravity, way for some reason. Gravity. No, she could literally do whatever the fuck she wants and it would still make sense somehow. Yeah. She, <laughs> she, I have no idea what she's doing right now. It's making no sense to me, but I'm like, yes. I'm like, um, it's all connecting. I guess just like to close this out, my hopes and dreams for Taylor Swift is that she's happy and also that she wants to hang out with me. Call me, beat me, Taylor. This is the first time we're ever putting on social media, like something really about Taylor Swift. Like Mm -hmm. maybe this will get us an invite to the tour. You know how she invites people Mm -hmm. to like meet her. You don't pay for meet and greets with her. Like maybe she'll listen to this podcast and be like, oh my God, I'm going to tell my friend Lauren. They should audition for us now. And then they can come hang out. (laughs) Her friend Lauren. Yes. Her friend Lauren fucking convinced his ass to let her do 10 minutes on SNL. She's so powerful. She's so that is powerful. Ridiculous. People that don't is ridiculous. realize. People do not realize how powerful that was. Yeah. That's actually our closing thoughts. Yes. Her doing a 10 minute song, one song, a musical guest on SNL, mm-hmm. one song, 10 minutes is the most powerful move anyone has ever made. Lauren does not budge. No. Powerful. That is the... Uh, I, I say that the charisma of Taylor Swift. Just you know like what? that's what being it's kind more powerful you. than mm-hmm. gravity. Gravity. <laughs> and that's what we'll say on that. Have a nice time listening to, to Red, everyone. Yeah, enjoy Red. And if you're not listening, what are you doing? I'll be 